0: Welcome to Movie and a Beer everybody. This is Dan bringing us in and we have a bunch of wonderful friends with us tonight to talk about a strange and wonderful movie and some great beers.
1: I'm one of the bunch. This is co well, guest host Aaron, guest
0: plus host guest I don't know. Pl- ho- uh, uh, there's
1: Aaron. dashes and ampersands and slashes. It's yes. uh it's ambiguous, a little bit like some of the stuff in the movie we're about to discuss. Very ambiguous. Very ambiguous. You got your
2: Australian expert Blake here. Yeah, Crikey. <laughs> it's real hard not to go into K-Way. It's real difficult, but I think I'm nihiling it. Yeah, nice job, yeah, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, that hurts. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and I'm Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Much appreciated. Brian's become my favorite uh, host intro, because there's a lot of bloviating and bullshit from Blake and Aaron, and then, I'm Brian. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm
3: it's just a s- the guy they pulled off the street. Yes. I mean, not yeah, quite really, uh, not quite true. <laughs>
0: not quite true. So, this really fun Australian film that we watched, which came out, like, 20 years ago 2001. 2001. Oh my, 2001 you're right called he died with a falafel in his hand and, it, and it's in the closing credits and the opening scene. So this has a very strange and interesting meaning and a lot of philosophy mm-hmm. and weirdness between the beginning and uh, opening scene uh, and but uh, all closing
1: scene. So many references to other films. Yes. So many references to, to uh, Solaris, to Reservoir Dogs. They, they talk about the scene where Orange
2: gets shot. Yes. Yeah. And the Homer whole movie Sons. has a... Like a, t- a flavor of uh, of Tarantino, that influence a lot of uh, directors have right after Reservoir Dogs,
1: and especially after Pulp Fiction. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I- film nerds will find I think a lot to yeah. like. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah this yeah. is a great film. I was I was hesitant when I like, watched the little trailer for it, and I was like, uh,
2: anything that has more than okay, like a yes. twenty on Rotten Tomatoes, like that. I don't know, am I going <laughs> to like this? I
0: don't know. We initially because we knew we were going to watch before we went and sought out beers. Uh, we went to seek out some Australian beers and failed miserably. So we sought out a couple of localish. If we can't go as far as
2: Australia, we'll go as close as Vancouver, Washington. Yeah. So we we did a we did <laughs> out a, in the boonies. We mm-hmm. did we in New the bush. Zealand. The yes. bush. So it's we, not down
1: under. It's we, up over.
0: We thought about <laughs> seeking out hops from New Zealand or from Australia because you know they share an accent. Don't don't tell anybody from there from that because they'll beat you up.
2: And if we can get any Australian listeners, please follow and complain so we have some interaction. <laughs> yes.
0: New Zealand hop. Uh, so what we brew in the Galaxy, shadows. Galaxy, right? Yeah. I, it's uh, what we brew in the shadows, Nelson Savon. I mean, I, we'll get into that in a bit. But there's some really interesting beer that we tried tonight. The second one we did was a Hefeweizen from... From Battleground. From Battleground, Washington, called... Be Happy. Be Happy. So it's a Hefeweizen from the, a brewery up there. We'll talk about those in a bit. But this... John Bringhams? i don't even know how to say his name properly because it has like twelve syllables. Uh, it's a sharehouse accommodation mixed with a journey to self. The director is Richard identity. Lowenstein. What are you yeah. talking about? It, it was based uh, off the author of, of the book. The author of the book sense. that it's based off of. Really, a crazy film that depicts the like the 30 something generation back in the early 2000s that was trying to figure themselves out which is my generation it's like gen xers are like we're just gonna hang out and do weird shit which is basically every place he lived they did weird stuff it was all very pre-internet very no one's looking at phones no
2: one's browsing anything so everyone's just kind of if you have nothing to do you just hang out dude's playing guitar someone's Cooking all the time. Also, Dan, John Birmingham. Birmingham?
0: Not too many syllables in that, buddy. Well, forgive me. Forgive me for my inability Uh, to say words. You're forgiven.
1: I was struck one scene noticeably had a telephone that had a cord, like a corded house telephone.
0: And it was in his room, and he's like, I'm not giving it up. Right.
1: Yeah, that was kind of like, yeah, he was was expecting a specific call from a specific person. But uh, yeah, that means something. Like That was an experience you could have 20 years ago. You couldn't have that experience now. Yes.
0: I've only rarely had roommates, let alone people that are random like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand that experience as much as maybe some of the people in the room here might. I think the, the, the S- other three so. hosts here. Yeah, we've all had <laughs> housemates. I'm staring hard at Brian. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, so I, <laughs> I have had several
3: <laughs> shared housing experiences in my life. And this film, for me, I really enjoyed it because it was nostalgic. Yes. It felt... <laughs> felt very familiar. Mm-hmm. I would say if I put all the odd experiences I've had into just a clip show, it might make this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, be, I mean... It, it, it feels
1: true to life in that sense because there are so many scenes where there, there are these characters that their relationship is that they're housemates. And they're experiencing the same thing. But not always, sometimes they're completely like just in the same space, having a completely disjointed, unconnected experience from each other. Like the, um, the fitness guy, they're very, very fit. Like, yeah.
0: he's yeah. there. Yeah. He's
1: not participating in what yeah. everybody else is experiencing. The poor Japanese, but, like,
0: and the poor Japanese student exchange student who yeah. shows up and, like, she's there one night and then leaves. Well, so like, well everyone's oh, just wow. having
2: a day at the first house. You keep hearing frogs singing the side of the house, and no one's reacting. He's just, oh, we talking about this and this. Bam. But it's like yeah, everybody's it, together, but
1: they're also, like, separated.
2: Having yeah. There's
3: family. someone golfing with frogs against the side of the house. Yeah. That's yeah. one mm-hmm. of the roommates. Well, they're trigger toads, warning if
0: They look like toads, not frogs. Frogs are smaller smooth skins these are like warty you know when you live in an area that has them and and you know vancouver washington just across the river i have friends who lived in an area that had toads they creaked all night and they hated that that would knock uh, me right out i miss frogs frog croaking so this is a really really strange and interesting film uh this was selected by our very good co-host and friend aaron here and he's seen it we have not, uh, and i I want to yeah. see now that you've seen it a couple of times, what really stuck out? because you this is one of those films where you can watch multiple times and mm-hmm. something will stick out right. each time, right. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I'm thinking I, I I hadn't seen it recently, but uh, between you know two thousand and six, two thousand and ten, I probably saw it five times, but I haven't seen it at all uh, since at least twenty sixteen, so not not recently at all. It hits a little bit different. When I saw it when I was younger, I definitely identified with the shared housing experiences and the, uh, the kind of humor that comes with all of these very different types of personalities coming together in sometimes unexpected ways. You know? And that's not really pleasant sometimes. It, so, yeah, sometimes clash. funny, sometimes cl- clashy. Uh, But watching it now, uh, I think I've got more dad vibes because I'm just like as I was telling Brian a a moment ago. Seeing it now, it's like the main character is named Danny, and and my response more was like Danny, you should be making better choices. You should, Danny. You you should, you should (laughs) think more carefully about what you want from your life and make some decisions to get what you want.
2: You know, like yeah, whatever, dad. Yeah, yeah. So
0: so the main character, Danny, he. He's a little lost. He's a little lost. He's a 30 something. He knows how to play guitar a little bit and he can he's sing. He's a writer. A little bit, but he's a writer. He, he's a writer for uh, Penthouse. Well, he did. And we're going to plot spoil it because it's been out for 20 years. So he was told, hey, you can submit this to, you know, write something and submit it to Penthouse and they'll pay you 25000 for it. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, let's go for it. He does that. He writes. All right. He writes and, and puts something out and he writes on not. Paper, paper, toilet type paper, I think is what yes. they're saying, like a toilet roll, T- teletype. Oh, teletype. Teletype.
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. I was mix- missing that in the accent this whole time. A teletype, like, well, they, like they teletype. also kept
3: saying but, toilet because, but like, yes, oh, it like a it's a item? big roll of paper, yeah. And and the claim in the film, I don't know if this is legit, is that Kerouac, yes, wrote Kerouac wrote on, on on the road, yes, mm-hmm. on a teletype roll, like him, so yes, he's exactly. emulating Kerouac, he's emulating. Hemingway with his Underwood mm-hmm. typewriter. He, he references
2: Hunter S. Thompson, a very, yeah. very
1: yes. stream of consciousness Gonzo writer. Well,
3: he it, has it's all, a, all these
1: trappings, all these trappings of being a writer, and all of these things. Like he's, he's trying to like emulate. Uh, it, but there's something in the movie about like how do you reconcile your, your aspiration to the reality? You know, like yeah, he's not going to write the great next novel like Dostoevsky. He's gonna write for penthouse. Yeah, because he's yeah. got to pay the bills, and he's got to pay his roommates' bills. Well, and, and his and roommates' gonna, bills, There you go. When when the cops name. come calling, mm-hmm. yes.
0: <laughs> he says his name is Dostoevsky. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they <laughs> believe him because, of course, they do. Because they, cops they, and they, don't they know haven't any read a book. <laughs> they haven't read a book. Cops, like cops, me. Aren't, me. cops aren't reading Russian novels.
1: <laughs> yes, hilarious and, and true to life. right? Yeah. So
0: so if you're educated and you watch the film, when I say educated, I'm not spoofing or ripping on anybody. If you're if you're red meaning you've read all the classics and you have some hints. There's a lot that gets drawn from those and it's reflected in the writing and the presentation Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm, this film mm -hmm. and how the characters are presented. I think everyone is super genuine. I think all the actors that are in it, including the woman who portrays an actress trying to be an actor, and (laughs) and she, yeah, the the second to the last house he was in. No, that was the last last, house. That was the last last house. house. She was really trying to make it work, and then she moves to France with the one that is the agent of chaos, Lady Chaos. chaos. Yeah, oh yeah, Lanya, Lady Chaos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all French women are women of, are agents of chaos. As the film portrays. All right, take it easy.
1: <laughs> if you're a French, vaguely, and you're a listener, write in
0: and disagree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, that's
3: right. <laughs> but write in English, please. Never speak French. Yes. <laughs> a flame war would do this podcast well. Je ne peux pas le français. Je suis un
0: American, and... anglophone podcast <laughs> hey, host. <laughs> hey, hey we're, we're in America, podcast dude. Host. dude host. Take Post. it easy. Podcast. Yes it's all good Podcastia? so Maybe. so i highly recommend <laughs> this very interesting film because i while i was concerned about it being a nerdy book writer or whatever author writing oh it's gonna be boring no it really draws your attention and holds it i was concerned i'm like i can't even get up and go grab another beer i want to just keep watching right. it and not walk away for yeah. five minutes yeah the key is to have your them.
2: beers ready to go or have the pause button ready because yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i think we had taught pause three times three times yeah we're like oh somebody left the room we and, and each time like when i came back i was oh thank you guys i really appreciate it right because
0: there, there are things that get said and things that are done that do relate to yeah. the story later mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. it's the, good they are good
3: meaningful and interesting yeah yes. yeah even though there's not really a plot per se it's, it's episodic, a, it's, it's, episodic. Yeah. It's,
0: it's a lot of short the, storytelling character study
2: of route. frankly everyone in danny's life and not really danny until the well, bits and pieces, I guess. I, I found a quote on IMDb where uh, I didn't catch this trigger warning. There is a suicide attempt, but uh, a friend of his tries to kill herself and he saves her. And she's, you know, bemoaning herself. Oh, I can't do anything right. I can't even kill myself correctly. And he says, "Up oh, if you put your mind to it, you could do be the best person killing yourself. Do you really think that? You're the best person doing anything. Like, it's a really sweet moment. Right. It's the first time you kind of see him be genuine. Yeah. He's been kind of just existing around these weirdos, Claiming he's a writer and playing guitar, as frogs hit the that, side of the
1: wall and guys yeah. get moon tans. Well, I want to comment on that scene. That scene, so that it starts. Um, there's a, an Australian musician named Nick Cave, who uh, is, is maybe more well known as Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh, yeah. uh, they had the song "The Mercy Seat," which is a song about death, or well, it's a song about uh, capital punishment with electrocution. And so they they had that song playing as this uh, as this love interest slash supporting character has the suicide attempt and what i noticed this time I, I don't know if i noticed any other time before when i saw it before but uh they started with the regular version of the song and then afterwards they switched to an acoustic version of the same artist Ooh. doing that song oh, and, it, and it just
3: changed the tone i didn't notice it yeah, yeah. same
1: um but it was yeah. like the same song same sort of subject but like a much softer calmer feeling the, the, the music in this movie i think is really well chosen really well done yeah yeah which is how we came around to select yeah. it to begin with. Uh, Blake and I were having some unrelated conversation. Golden- the, pl- the
2: playlist I picked uh, had the, a Golden Brown by The Stranglers. Right. came up. You brought this movie up, and I wouldn't shut the hell up about Snatch. But then finally listened and thought, this is really
0: good. It's got a lot of... The soundtrack is amazing. It's phenomenal. It, and it's very secondary. It's not up front. So you have to listen to the background music, which does play an important role, as mm-hmm. pointed out. This...
2: Mm-hmm. The soundtrack, the visuals, like the cigarette smoke being so real, you yeah. could almost taste it while yeah, we were right, watching it. Right. Very, someone said, student movie vibes, but not in a bad way. Like, there's a lot of earnestness in this film. It's a lot of, like, people who made this care. Yeah. Like, I love a big blockbuster movie, but you can tell a lot of those, they just kind of pump them out, like, they're getting boom, paid boom, boom, them. get, they're done, getting get paid. done, get done. They're getting paid they This don't is. Care someone's art that they made that they had been living with until they could mm-hmm. make
0: it work yeah. and they found a bunch of people who are really concerning and care about the mm-hmm. project to do it with them because you can tell every single actor in, including the crazy russian who ends up being at every house which <laughs> i don't understand um he was bald to start with amazing. and then he had some hair to go yeah, to we, and then he had Dan and i are both like who's this guy, who's this guy? <laughs> oh no it's the russian and he, he makes biscuits at the end and you're just like well, oh. What is he's my favorite that? character. What's it, going on with him? It, it bears mentioning.
1: So the the move it's it's these vignettes about housemate situations and it follows the main character over three different houses. House yes. 47, 48, and 49. That's a lot of shared That's living situations. But, yeah. but a lot of the uh the chaos or, or a lot of the characters follow him from one house to yes. the other. And like he's moving long distances Pretty in Australia far from up, yeah. like Brisbane to Melbourne to Sydney. That's not like moving from like Portland to the coast, or even Portland to Seattle. That's like yeah. moving to San Francisco, and then you're going to go to Dallas. Like, Jeez, yeah. It's a long way. It's a big
0: distance, and it's they're following him. I bet how many people are really in Australia, and how hard is it to find shared housing there? Uh, so that's the uh, question yeah. that I would say, is yeah. back then, yeah. how many situations... I mean, the whole thing is, is this the book that it's based on in this and, movie, or it's they- like, hey, you know, there's... There was a lot of couch surfing and a lot of shared housing mm-hmm, that was going mm-hmm. on, and that was very prevalent in this film. It's like, you got a dude who's living in a tent in our dining room or in our kitchen. Who is the most our, well-dressed person in you know. the whole movie, except for the cops. He never changed his clothes. He just got up and yeah. grabbed his... Except you know, for the wedding. He, he dressed up for the wedding.
3: Yeah. yeah. But
1: I always thought of Australia as being uh, like if uh, California was its own continent... Like about the same population, about the same economy. Yeah. Well, but, part, but everybody's like righteous and has this like healthy disrespect for authority, and yeah. is genuinely yeah. A, yeah. a cool person. Well, it was, I've um, liked every Australian. It was I've a
2: penal met. colony. Well, yeah. they did reference the uh, recession we had to have, <laughs> which apparently former Australian Treasurer Paul Keating Keating referred to the early nineteen nineties recession in Australia as the recession we had to have, and apparently a lot of re- Australian films and television shows reference this as a joke so early yeah. on when they're behind on the rent by what four months yes like sam like one of the smarter people in the house says oh it was a re- recession we had to have yeah. like, they just look at her and like okay <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's referencing just and everyone's broke yeah like yeah. everyone's just that's why they were what six so five to six people it's, in the it's house. one of
0: those places it, that doesn't Produce anything other than a few minor things, and everything's imported and so beautiful. Everything beautiful is, people is the key thing they produce. Yeah. My well, goodness, well, it, it's really expensive to live there. It's mm-hmm. like if you go to Hawaii or Alaska, like here in America, it's yeah. like you go to places that aren't like part of the continental oh. U.S. and it's expensive as hell. Well, just imagine your whole continent out there, and everything has to be shipped in. Well, part of it's it, I think, is, so is this time of life. Those too,
1: this very yes. much references like that period right after school, right after you have yeah. the, uh, like a defined course for yourself
3: and right, you have to make right start. after your life is programmed yeah yeah that structure's what, what's
1: next what's next and you're
3: making your decisions as, especially if you don't go directly from school into a job into a mm-hmm. career mm-hmm. which many do many many do right right <laughs> But 404 yeah, life not found. <laughs> <Or> well, right, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah.
1: laughs> well, no, I mean, if you're like a philosophy major, you know, what do you do when you when you have your bachelor's degree with philosophy? You go into mean, psych- politics. You, you get, get a host master's. game shows <laughs> You
3: host game shows. <laughs> you get a doctorate and teach.
0: There you right, you Sure, you do. But there's also.
1: <laughs> I had this like experience in my life. You know, I my major was philosophy. Oh, it's not philosophy. It was psychology. I, yeah. I've had a few beers tonight, so that's why I misspoke. Oh, you but, but yeah, it's like, well, you know, psychology, you need an advanced degree to really work in the field. So yes. what do you do? You have this period of your life of spanning at least a few months, maybe a couple of years. Maybe if you're like Danny, the mm-hmm. main character here, maybe it's longer. But you have 49 this 49 different flats. Yes. Yeah, 49 different flats where you know, you have these very different personalities just sort of brought together by happenstance of like, hey, I saw the ad. I'm here, yeah. and even
0: and even if as the the poor Japanese exchange student, hatomi, she's, yeah, told me she just shows up. She's like, "You have a room," and they're like showing her the broom closet, and she's
2: like, "Okay." She's saying some a stack of bills. Yeah, uh-huh. they're
0: like, "Yes, please." That actually was <laughs>
2: rooting me out. They kept saying dollars, but they were using Australian money. Do they use the term dollar? Australian right. dollar. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. 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 Yeah,
0: good to know. That's awesome. Yep. Because most places Actually,
1: don't. Uh, they call them ruse for kangaroo.
0: Oh, I, know, yeah. I know you're
1: messing with me because you can't stop smiling.
0: All right. It's wombats. I lied. Wombats. They call them
2: wombats. You can't trick me. I'm not that drunk.
1: It's all good. A drop bear. It's an Australian drop bear. I'm going to throw this beer at you. From a
0: filmmaking perspective. <laughs> the bear drops okay. out of the tree. Editing perspective. It, all right. I'm winding I'm, up. I think, so the writing outstanding, the acting outstanding. I mean, really well thought out. Very simple film, though. I mean, it, the, the sets, I mean, there's basically like three sets. And... Very simple lighting, mm-hmm. natural lighting. They, very they, they very have simple lighting,
3: not a lot of crane shots. They yeah. did, they did, they actually did a, a very interesting uh, filmic move, camera blocking, where they used a camera on a track to go right and so there was right to f- left and left to mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Four people in the room having a conversation, and they would track and focus on just two people. On the right side of the screen, and then they would track the whole camera uh, right yes. to see the, the other two. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'd just stop in the middle on the two people in the middle of, of the screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. They only use tracking. They used that in two or three scenes that I actually caught. But I will also say, as, as someone who's gone to film school and am a filmmaker... The mark of a good film is one where I don't actually Actually have to look. Yeah, I I don't pay attention to what's filmic. What are they trying to do? You get immersed. You get some immersion. um, I'm just immersed. They they also did. I mean, the director actually was very good with camera blocking because he there were several shots where one character would be very very foreground. Yeah, Mm -hmm. often Danny. And then more action would be playing in the background with three or four other characters. Yep. And and then they would kind of reverse positions, uh, making use of foreground and background.
1: They use that to set uh, context sometimes. It sets the the story. When Danny, uh, later in the film, Danny has this meltdown Um, about how everybody in the room has their own problems. And, you know, sorry to, you know, Ian, this other character, who's got his own crisis that, you know, we can't really be there. But Danny, (laughs) you know, he references all these different characters he's lived with, including a... um, What what was the term? Like a a vain, self-absorbed psycho. Let me see if they say. Let me see if it's on
2: IMDb because I should have written it down. I I was sucked up in the movie. Like this is amazing. But he he, he starts
0: spouting some really good terms.
1: On
2: like,
0: here are the people I've lived with. You guys aren't that. But I'm glad you're
1: not that. As he He, says that though, like the um, the aspirational actress. Is set in the foreground of one of the, at the end of that, yeah. and you know, and he references you know the self absorbed psycho. I can't remember what yeah. exactly he says. Some some four little word. I probably can't say on a podcast, but. But, but he like, says, well, like twat." Uh, I was thinking, "Bitch," but uh, that's five letters, man. That's five, not four. You're I can list other four-letter words
2: he shouldn't say. Well, whatever. <laughs> I, I meant that colloquially, like uh,
1: just. But yes. it, 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 she, the character, plays it so well because she kind of looks to the side and she like, rolls what? her eyes a little bit. Like, like uh, he doesn't is mean, he mean talking me talking about me. Yes. this is my house. Get out of my house. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and, and you could just see on her face of like, yeah, he doesn't mean me, and, but he does. <laughs> and it's interesting because. All right,
0: do we have uh, it? I think
1: Ooh. I found it. You
2: found it? It, it, it kicks off the, with him saying... You have the entirety? I hate MDB because it's owned by uh, Amazon, but the fans really do do you right. Try to do it right. It starts off with, a, Dirk, this newly installed, sophisticated gay radar of yours picking up shit from the cosmos, blah, blah, blah. One of the i, I lived tries with, to come out. I've lived them. with tent-dwelling bank clerks, albino moon tanners, nitrous suckers, <laughs> psycho-fucking drama queens... Acid eaters, mushroom farmers, fucking brothel crawlers, fridge pissers, I that one made me crack up. Hardcore separatist lesbians, an obscurely titled Japanese girl. <laughs> that's it and that's
0: literally that that encapsulates
2: and, the, and now the everything best friend i've ever film. had in the fucking world yeah then had the whole yeah, actual yeah, yeah, thing yeah. so but yeah sorry yeah 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 so
0: it's really unfortunate that the one guy who keeps showing up and he's like i tried to go to rehab and flip. I couldn't do flip my favorite character flip uh, they, they tried flip. to make me make my bed and i ran away and i'm here and i'm just gonna like tweak out and he did his thing he's like i'm here for you flip is the answer to the title of the movie yeah and he is and yeah. it's unfortunate but realistically, that's what happens. It's like, you want to be there for them, but you can't do anything. You can't make them do anything because they've made their decision. You just be there for them.
1: Well, it's also realistic, too. Like, Flip says, like, hey, I know we didn't hang out that much. We're not yeah. that close, but I really value you as a person and yeah. as an influence on me. And I, you know, see seen that in that shot. I mean, maybe this is subjective, something I'm bringing into watching it, but, like, Danny... You know this is some, some responsibility that's been kind of imposed on him, definitely. You know And like, yeah, he wants to help, but at
3: the same time, Danny's got his own issues, right Well, his own problems. And that, that's kind of like the housemate situation. Mm-hmm. You are a household for a while, right mm-hmm. But you're not related. Mm-hmm. you're really just roommates and you had a life before and you've got a life after. Yes. Right. And so you're just yeah. in- intersecting for that moment. Yeah, and the funny thing about this movie is sometimes you intersect for more than one moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because over some, and over and over. Some roommates keep showing up again they, and again and again. They follow you, or yeah. follow are you.
1: you yes. uh, in the case of Danny and Sam, he followed her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the case
0: of Dan, we follow him because of the beer. Right? Yes, lots of really good beers. <laughs> I, I think that's maybe Segway. perhaps now that we're at our twenty-five minutes, we should segue into maybe <laughs> chatting about beer. about beer for a moment. So I want to thank everybody for hanging out and listening and, and chilling. So we're, we're talking about this really interesting, strange film called. He, he died, died with a falafel food. in his hand. Oh, we're in stereo tonight. Yes. Awesome. This is an Australian film. And as I mentioned at the beginning, we were trying to find some Australian beers, but failed miserably. So They're not out. shipping out anymore. They don't. It's all staying inland. So we picked out a couple of local beers, which I think both went actually well. I mean, mm-hmm. I they weren't disagreeable.
2: I'm leaning more towards the first and the second, but let's get into
0: it. Well, I, I did have a third backup beer, which we may or may not mention, but the f- the first two we did was What We Brew in the Shadows, which is a New Zealand pilsner from Stormbreaker Brewing. So this is going to have an interesting, not traditional, West Coast...
3: Re- referencing a great New Zealand show yes. and movie franchise. A lager yeah. with mm-hmm. some bite. A, a, a
0: hot lager, bite, that is. Yes, that Nelson Salvon and Southern Cross are both New Zealand-based hops. I think the third one they list off the Waititi hops is like, I don't think that's a real hop. Maybe they are just making it up and maybe it is. If it says know. Watiti, it might be
2: similar to the director whose name is Taika Watiti. Correct. Like maybe it's a
0: and, and so this is for this something. is not a traditional Pilsner from the standpoint that you would think it's going to have a little bite like most Czech Pilsners, German yeah, Pilsners yeah. are a little bit more grassy. This, this was, one is actually this a little chill. floral, very chill. Not quite as floral as say a, and I'm air quoting here Italian style Pilsner, <laughs> which we've talked about numerous times. This is actually just quite gen. It's generous in the body. It's not mm-hmm. a light beer, but it is a lager, so it's not yep, super heavy. Yep. It's got a good, uh, so 4.7 ABV, or I'm sorry, 4.9 ABV and 28, 28, IBU. 28 IBU, and it's just really smooth. Mm-hmm. It's very drinkable. I,
1: you, you described this as floral, and I and I get it. Uh, the, the label says, you know, stone fruit and, and tropical citrus, but I liked this beer a lot. Yeah. And, you know, spoiler alert, this was my favorite of the evening. I thought it matched the movie the best. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, I didn't get my <laughs>
0: headphones off in time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> count one. Yes. Count two. Yep. Nope. So it's been ruined. Count, count three. Uh, uh, uh. So Stormbreaker's been making this beer for a few years now. I want to say at least three years because it, it came out right after the, the movie and then like the first season of the TV show came out. Yeah. And I'm surprised they're still able to make it and... Put it on the shelf and distribute it because it is very, very similar. It is their traditional Stormbreaker label, but it's it, it the name. I'm like, all right, maybe they don't care because it's a good beer. It's actually really it is a nice. good beer. Mm-hmm. I it actually really says it. the number three on the can, so I think this might be the third iteration of it. They're kind of dialing the recipe in a little bit. Very nice. Was
1: well, Stormbreaker did, uh, the? I mean, it's a really nice but, beer. Have you
0: had
3: one and two? Versions yes, one I, and two? I've
0: probably had them both on draft at the brewery themselves because there's okay. two locations, one on Mississippi and one in St. John's and on North Lombard. Traditionally do good with all of their recipes. I've not had a bad beer from them, both on draft, locally as well as in Canon, I don't think they do many bottles. They might do... I don't think I've ever
2: seen a bottle from Stormbreaker. Yeah, I
0: think it's just cans, tall boy cans. And they're not super cheap. It's a traditional like Mm -hmm. $12 Mm -hmm. for a four-pack. But
2: it's... Fucking worth it, man.
0: It's good. Yeah, beer. I've, it was I've good had beer.
2: beers of theirs. I don't like, but but it's only because I don't like that style. Yeah, I have to agree with Dan. I don't think I've had a beer I like disliked because of the
0: quality from them. Yeah. We enjoy going there. The Lombard location is a full restaurant with lots of space, and you can go there and try tasters and and their their food's not bad. It's bar food, okay. but I I want to say that. This beer really worked out well simply because it didn't distract. It actually lent a little bit to the film because it you're like, oh, that, this is really
3: familiar. It had that mm-hmm. familiar kind mm-hmm. of vibe going on. Any thoughts? Pancakes. Oh, yeah. Pancakes. I, I, I enjoyed the beer very much. Uh, it was my favorite for the evening. Um, it felt like it went to the, with the movie. Mm-hmm. As I've said before, the movie was very familiar to me, very nostalgic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. beer tasted like a beer I've enjoyed in the past. Yeah.
0: As far as I understand, so it uses traditional German malts that they would use with a Pilsner, and then it just uses two of the three hops, I believe, are from New Zealand, which, again, tend to be a little bit more floral and not grassy or sharp. And so it's a little bit more rounded. And I think that really approaches, the film is just like one thing into the next, into the next, into the next. There Mm. aren't any sharpness to it. It's just like... There are situations that end, but then it's just he moves
3: on to the next. Right. Mm -hmm. Life Mm -hmm. flows into the next bit of life, as it were. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, A stream of unconsciousness beer. Yes, very much so. I think we should message them and get on Instagram and say, hey, this is the name for your next version of this. (laughs) The second beer... Which we tried and this was a little bit longer of a film than I had thought it was gonna be. And so I only had a couple beers. We have a backup beer which we can't talk about.
3: I don't know if we're going to. But uh, about an beer, hour and forty five minutes, Blake. Yeah. Is that the runtime? 1 Hour forty seven.
0: Yeah. Hour forty seven. It was about an hour and a half minus credits or minusing the credits, it was about an hour and a half. But it was it was a little bit longer than I thought it was gonna be, but it was it felt like it needed to be that long because and oh, I, yeah. I was like well what's happening next where is he going next hey, what would you cut right yeah. exactly so i was about to say not really a wasted
2: minute of film which oh, yeah. is a i think a phenomenal sign no. of a of a film that there's nothing where you if there's any point where you say they could have lost that then it's like you did something wrong was it
0: was it the dirt bike jumping over no that's in the trailer the passed out junkie <laughs> no that was in that that was at the house the first no, no, house i remember of, but i remember yes. that
2: from the trailer and the uh the last house, they're all sitting around, and Dirk's saying, I'm gay. And then uh, the, the other housemate asking if there's any lollies or something. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Are yeah. yeah. Lollies? That's what
0: sold me on this movie. That's yeah. <laughs> great. The second beer is called Be Happy Hefeweizen from Barrel Mountain Brewing, which is mm-hmm. out in Battleground, Washington. And we picked up this beer at Total Wine & More in Vancouver because we were there looking for Australian beers and struck out and we're like, Hey, here's some local beers.
2: You you battle with nature in Australia
0: on the ground, Uh, I guess. Okay. (laughs) There's no connection. We just went for something we hadn't had. Yeah. So I've been to this brewery a few times. And if you are here in the Pacific Northwest in the Portland Metro area, I would highly recommend checking them out. Full menu restaurant style location. They do interesting and not crazy beers. They're interesting. Mm -hmm. They're not totally amazing, awesome, like, oh, that's the best thing I've ever had of that style. No, that's not their point. Their, Their target audience is really just like, you know, battleground. Yeah. So if you understand, it's like going to the suburbs of the backwoods and you're like, okay, here's the beers they're serving that are of these styles. It's great. You can appreciate those styles, but it's like they're not really knocking it out of the park but amazingly enough, I thought this beer also went really well with the film because it was—it's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. not annoying for hefeweizen. It's just really classic German style. But the yeast, there was like literally no clove, just mm-hmm. a little citrus mm-hmm. and tart, and just a wheat beer, just a really nice, it, well-balanced. It was wheat very beer. drinkable. Yes. Did I, you? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Brian. Well, I was—I was gonna say, uh, and Dan, you might be able to answer this. It had a taste profile, flavor that was unfamiliar to me.
0: So the thing is, is that they added Seville Orange. So they they added... Like, orange peel and orange, like, they, they added orange to it. So that's going to make it a little bit different than a traditional Hefeweizen. I also you poisoned
2: your specific beer, Brian. I should have told you earlier. Yeah. um, got to get to an ER in the next eight minutes. Yeah, I left the end at the home. There's my bad, dude. nine in it. Yeah, like, strict nine, 10, 11, all the stricts. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah. they, from what I read on their website and reading the can, is so they use two-row wheat, victory, and carapils are the malts, which are a good range depending on how much wheat they used. So the wheat is going to give you that full mouth, that what I would call, and I'm air quoting here, tongue coat. Mouthfeel. It's it mouthfeel. It's, it's yeah, gonna be a Tongue coat's a bad term.
2: Don't use that. Sorry. <laughs> that sounds well, I mean it do, I guess, but it sounds gross. <laughs>
1: if you live in a very cold environment, yes. you need a tongue coat. You need a tongue coat. And, and a tongue We cow. all and the, saw yeah, a Christmas story, Blake. We know what happens. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't stick like metal. Your don't Stop licky like metal. metal,
0: Aaron. <laughs> exactly. So the only hops they use with Tetning is a German style hop, which or German ancestry hop, which they can you they make it here in the US, but you can get it from Germany. It's not that expensive. I have brewed with it myself. And it is a traditional it, it is very shallow. This only has eleven IBU, which is actually on point for what a heavy bison should be. And this is only four point seven percent ABV. It's a very light, gentle. It's gear. a pretty
2: solid choice for almost any movie you yes. want to watch. Maybe, yeah. maybe so maybe not something that's really heavy, not like correct. Schindler's List, not your oh. your There's your uh there's
0: no Esters. This gonna, beer has say, no funk. Yeah. There's there's no uh, funk. No, no. There's absolutely no like when you think of Hefeweizen. Sometimes you get that kind of was, spice hit. This you know, I almost, almost Dan. I was going to ask you about that. Some some have.
1: I love wheat beers. I love Hefeweizens. But like sometimes there's these like banana yes and I like cloves, and I like yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah, like yeah. not if it's going to you know be overpowering and you know wrestle my palate to the ground. But like this I did not no, get no any bad. of that from this one at all. So I'd almost say
2: I want more funk. With this movie, we need, the funk. I, I, we need I en- the funk. I enjoyed the the first one because of how smooth it was and didn't distract. But with all the like the cigarette smoke and just the weird scenarios that that yeah, Danny the, found himself the in,
3: the first beer felt a little darker. Like there was more shade in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it maybe yeah, something.
2: Like I I I feel like something with more weird flavor kick would have been amazing, especially for the first house. A little funky. When when the Nazis yeah. show up and saw the back half off and. The politically challenged, Blake, please. Politically are you, challenged. Are, I'm sorry. No, I'm are you a Republican, Let's call a Nazi a they Nazi. They
1: are Nazis. They one are of the Nazis. characters yes. in the film does Has refer to Has a swastika them as,
3: tattooed as, as in his back.
1: In his back. Yeah. And a cross, no less. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, one of the characters uh, that brought these other minor characters in. Bring them yeah, to yeah. the party. The Russian. The Russian, the Russian brought them brought in, But that
2: would be my one adjustment for the second beer, is I wish it was a little more of that. Like, like the banana flavor. It's just something yeah. off to go with when he's like, Danny's grappling with his life after all the... <laughs> a little more fun. <laughs> the other 40 houses
0: he's been through. Yeah, so that could be our suggestion is like, you know, perhaps find, as we did, this first one went really smoothly and then the second one went also really smoothly yeah, with it. Yeah. But like maybe if you want to be disjointed a little bit and maybe find something that's going to have a little character, an interesting offshoot, I would agree. I You know, this is an American style... Hefeweizen, which traditionally is either going to be more citrusy or lemony. This one had orange in it. It's very approachable. And if there are non-beer drinkers out there, I would say, hey, check this one out. If you're in the Northwest, Mm -hmm. if you're somewhere else and you can't get this beer, then try to find something that's just going to be neutrally, you know, you don't want something to distract, but also you want something that's also interesting. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Thoughts?
3: It's a nice, it's a nice beer. It's a nice yeah. beer. Well, I, 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 think if you can't get these beers and you're watching somewhere else in the country, I wouldn't go with your uh, Miller Light.
0: No, <laughs> I, no, you know, yeah, the, those are a, Michael Bay beers. This yes. is a,
3: this is a intellectual film. I'm
0: they're, glad they, I didn't find a Foster's because that would have insulted the film because they yeah, were drinking they're, beer. They're, they're, there's a lot the of layers house. to this film. There. Yeah.
3: If if you catch the references, there are a lot of uh, complexities. Literature. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of Mm -hmm. film references. Mm -hmm. It's a deep film, very
2: deep. Find your local craft for this for this movie. Yeah,
0: Yeah. right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Character. Whatever. Whatever. You're. Into at the time, it,
3: it, I, it's not your it, your your big big barrel Miller, yeah, Pabst, yes. uh, Bud
0: Light. This beer is great because it's
3: ice cold. What yes. this,
1: this was a movie that was made by filmmakers, like they're artists. Yeah. they came to it yeah, with a, a g- sense a, of craft. A, a yes. craft. Like find a beer, beer. Yeah. that where somebody's also got a sense of craft.
0: Yes. Um, and, and speaking of craft, I think we have an interesting game that we can play with this ah. one. We're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to do Blake has some phrases and we have to guess what they mean. Yes. And I don't yeah.
1: know
2: if that's uh, of the public Spanish. domain or not. Little uh, yeah. Spanish
0: Flea? Uh, is, is, yeah, it's a Spanish Flea thing. Mean, I mean, is okay. it we're not going to get to It's Get on with your <laughs> game. Yes, get on with your game. All
2: right. We're going to be doing Aussie Lingo. All right. I'm not doing that anymore. Oh. Yeah, no. So I'm going to read off what the Aussie Lingo is, and you guys got to guess what it means.
1: Oh, do we get the real answer after?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to just leave you hanging. It'd be cruel. That's All mean. right. I
1: promise not to Google for the duration.
2: Uh, we're
0: going to put our phone and our tablets away.
3: For, so first we
2: one is Chaka Block.
3: Chaka Block.
2: Chaka Block.
3: That means full of. Yeah, ding 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 ding. All right. This truck
0: is chock a block with lumber. That's unfair because you worked with somebody from Australia. No, that's an Americanism that. too. Yeah, uh, America has uh, taken it over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. America right. knows maybe that maybe one. They did. All, All right. Right. right, this one's gonna be real
1: hard, guys. Crikey, crikey, mate. Oh, that was that uh, outdoorsy guy that profiled crocodiles <laughs> and. Uh, Steve, Steve Irwin? Steve did Steve he die Irwin. from like a stingray he did. sting? He did. A stingray uh, pierced his heart. We miss We miss him every day. But Crikey yes. is him.
2: Crikey. <laughs> well, Crikey, Crikey is an exclamation of surprise. Yes. He would go, Crikey,
1: look at this big old croc.
2: And then explain why the crocodile is beautiful as it's trying to bite him. He's just wrangling
1: like there's no
0: problem. So, as a legal so, disclosure, we know no, Australia
1: represents more than Steve Irwin and Crikey and yes. whatever
0: the outdoors is. So, yeah, we I'll, know about Margot Robbie. There is a difference between crocodiles and alligators. and alligators. One has teeth going up, one has teeth going down.
2: And uh fun fact, they both are as honorary as they are because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. Exactly. Aww, and there's a I'm, little well, bird
0: to land on their mouth to clean it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: This next one I've never actually heard of,
0: Goon. That just sounds like what goon. I call people who are. G-O-O-N. Out of, yeah. Like a bad
2: dude. Bad dude. They're they're wrong, Aaron, you gotta guess? I know what Gooner is,
0: but I don't know what goon yeah,
1: is. Yeah, Gooner is inappropriate and I'm not gonna say it. But uh <laughs> you just
0: said it right now. <laughs>
1: No, I'm gonna say uh, goon is maybe a uh, a salary man, a working class. No wine in, a, wine
2: in a box. Wine in a box. According to the website went to, wine in, in, in a, a box. box.
1: Oh God, bless wine in a box. All it's, right, this tastes like goon. <laughs> wow,
2: wow.
0: Huh.
1: Never was gonna guess that. Never. Uh, next never one, in a thousand years.
2: I never heard this one. Mazi. Mazi?
0: Mozzie. 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 M a s s i or m o z z i e. Oh, it's a mosquito. Oh, Mozzie. Yeah. Brian oh, got it. Oh, Brian, you're on it. Yeah. Go oh. f- Crikey is a
2: swarm of mozzies. It's a
1: mozzies. <laughs> the, they gave me the malaria. Yeah, the malaria.
2: Um, I didn't know this meant this specifically, but I think I knew it before I read it. True blue. We might have co-opted this for Americans, but true blue. Oh. like fidelity and, and uh, <laughs> like, sort of. He hasn't got a gotten... really good erection. <laughs> that's what, hold on. That's what it means now. No, yes. genuinely Australian.
3: <laughs> oh, go- this guy
2: is true blue. He, he grew up in a, a Melbourne. Uh, out in the bush. Right, because of the flag,
1: of course. All right. I don't know. I get it now. Because of the lack of oxygen down (laughs) (laughs) under
2: our toilets flush backwards. (laughs) They go counterclockwise instead of clockwise.
0: That's better than flushing up, (laughs) right? (laughs) Anti-clockwise.
2: That's called a bidet, Aaron.
0: (laughs) It just sprays everywhere. All right,
1: last one is stubby. (laughs) Oh, that is a drink. That is a a drink that comes What kind of drink? It is an alcoholic drink. There's a specific
2: term for it. It's short. Short and stubby. Short and stubby. Well, I know what Dan's referring to, but it's
1: not. A it's a drink. Pint? It's 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 an alcohol. It's a beer that comes in a shorter bottle. What? <laughs> it just says bottle of beer. <laughs> well, it's yeah. Yes, so a, Aaron is a, right. It's a specific bottle bottle shape.
0: Throw so me those, a stubby, mate. So those those here in America, there were years ago this thing called the Mickey's Big Mouth, which was a stubby bottle with a giant opening at oh, the yeah. top, so you could
3: drink it in one gulp like mickey the mouse like well <laughs> i i love mickey's that was really? my that was your go-to my, that that was my you know high what? school sit on the train trestle drink some mickey's yeah nobody wow. said high school folks yes shut like, up well well i mean my it dad was also before you were out, born so it's okay ah, I'm a oh, baby. that was a That's double a burn Mac-down. i'm a wee
0: baby he is Yes, no. Mickey, nah. Mickey's Big Mouse were cheap because they were like fifty cents to buy at the at the. Jesus Murphy. Yeah, they were. It was a cheap beer. It was like, oh, and you time. only
3: needed to do like <laughs> a six pack of them, and it would really be great again. Back yeah. in the day, malt liquor. Thank you, <laughs> you Mickey. You, you could give a, a homeless person five bucks, you could get a six pack, and he'd have some to go home. with. Yes, he mm-hmm. would. He would totally. That, that was
2: the move: is to give the homeless guy uh, enough, for and he'd, change. he'd buy for you. He yeah.
1: would. I got. We got one more. Bo- got, Bogan's great. Bogan.
2: Bogan. Cashed up. Bogan? Bogan. Cashed up. Bogan. I'm, gonna, Bogan. I'm gonna kick in the cashed up. Bogan. So Bogan is Australian slang. Bogan. I don't know what Bogan I is. I have
3: no. I don't even. Yeah. Have a guess. I like, didn't hear it in the film, so I don't know.
2: I, I already forgot what it said, but it's like a a, a turd, right? Like a a jer- uh, awful person.
1: It, we we would call it uh, in in American like a speech a redneck. Yeah, uh, somebody
3: if you have that a mullet Belgan.
1: and you live in the in the, live in
2: the that, mountains, that, that so yeah.
3: lives out in the bush. That's really yeah, bush. right.
2: And cashed up means that they're nouveau rich, like they don't in know how to do, how to deal with their money. Yeah, that's right. So they he's cashed up, but also sex pest is pervert. Yeah, that's right. that's sex pest. That's, sex that's pest. A new one. Oh. Dude, you, oh, you need one. to watch Mythic Quest. Uh, Charlotte Nakato great on it.
1: All right. <laughs> I imagine there what, are sex pests in the. In well, the no, but
2: she uses the term, and Rob McElhaney says, She's being mean in Australian. I don't like it. <laughs> yes. All right.
0: This has been a, a great, great episode. We've had some great conversations. These guys are laughing at me because like I'm laughing words. at the re- situation. Re- reeling situation. it in. I'm not railing there. shit. This is, this I'm going to keep doing be, the accent. This is going to be a great episode for us to to think about later on and be like, Why can't all be like this? Because we're having a great conversation about this great film it's with fun. our friends. Mm-hmm. And Fine. I'm not going to piss you Yeah, I love it. As as always, you know, thank you all for hanging out and listening and and enjoying this episode with us. And the opinions expressed during the taping this episode are those of the host because we all have our own episode and our own opinions, and we all think differently. So why can't we all just get along?
3: My opinion is right.
0: (laughs) See, and that was sort of what happened. Far right? Is that what we're saying here? (laughs) (laughs) It's like. The crazy woman who owned the building, or the, Nina. the not the building, yeah, the, the, the crazy actress. She's like, "This is my apartment. You're yeah. gonna do what I tell That's you right. to do, and here's my schedule." I don't have to take this bullshit.
1: I, I can. Yeah, I've got an audition in the morning. Yes, exactly. Well, so, two two thumbs up from me. I I, yeah. I I love this movie. Watching it now as I did before. I think Australia and Australians, at least in my experience, they've got this. She'll be right. Optimism that translates well to American optimism, and yes. also a healthy disrespect for authority, which we uh, I think we all can do a little bit more of. So I so- liked it
0: too yeah all right so i think we got yeah. all around thumbs up and i'm I think watch yes, on my own <laughs> on these beers if you're if you're in the northwest and the portland metro area seek out these beers they're good stuff i i can't complain about them which is odd because normally i do yeah. so let's <laughs> just enjoy them while we can this beer everyone's is too laughing. cold it's <laughs> too this beer cold. is too warm it's yeah. too tasty it This is beer's <laughs> just right all right so you're a younger <laughs> you're a young girl why are you drinking beer <laughs> yes Thank you all for listening and hanging Great out. And I if agree. you don't hydrate... You don't hydrate, you're going to dehydrate. You will. Also, there's a scorpion right there. Yeah, it'll bite you and it'll be hurt. Well, and fire ants. You. Watch out for the fire, fire all ants. Or the fire ants. Yes. The wombat's got a gun. I got and- a snake in my boot. <laughs> oh, That's good eating right there. <laughs> Especially if you can catch it. That's what the <laughs> boot's for. <laughs> yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is Dan signing out.
1: Thanks for listening. This is Aaron. Thank you. This is Brian.
0: Goodbye.